Welcome to Spirit Stories, the Friday edition of the Spiritual AF Life podcast. And today is a very special episode because I am going to be sharing stories about my amazing Aunt Juju, some really interesting things that happened before she passed, along with incredible things that happened and signs that she has sent after she transitioned to the other side. I actually released this podcast, the Spiritual AF Life podcast, on the anniversary of her passing, her two-year anniversary in heaven. I did that because I know that she would have loved, loved hearing these stories. I know that she probably would have been my number one fan, even though I'm not certain if she even knew what a podcast was, but I'm pretty sure she would have tuned in and she would have listened to this. And I think that each of us has someone in our life or maybe had someone in our life that was completely accepting of us, who maybe blazed the trail with us who maybe stood by us when other people weren't. For me, that was always my grandma, right? (laughs) But my Aunt Juju really was that person for me when I went through my spiritual awakening. And so I believe that this is a great way to honor her. And I am just so grateful that I get to share her story with you. Let's get to it. Aunt Juju was one of the most interesting people that I've ever had in my life. And I called her Aunt Juju. I forgot when I actually started calling her that. It was her nickname. Her name was Judy or Judith Ann, but we all called her Judith, uh, Judy, and then Juju for short. And she was one of the only family members that I had that were really accepting of me 100% when I came out of the spiritual closet with my gifts. And she was always so curious about them. And she was always wanting to talk about it and was very like fascinated. And it was really funny because her last Christmas here, I actually got her a deck of Oracle cards and I knew that she was still a lover of Jesus. So I actually got her Jesus Oracle cards and I just felt so close to her. And it was really crazy how she passed. It was right before the pandemic hit in January of 2020. And she was sick But my aunt, you know, she was always the one that wasn't feeling good. So it wasn't out of the norm for her to be feeling under the weather. However, on this day, her son was actually in the hospital about to have her first grandchild. And I remember the text coming through. Our family was in a group text and her son, which was my cousin, was, you know, talking about how he can't wait till mom comes up and the baby's almost born and things like that. And I was like, wow, I can't believe that Aunt Juju isn't going to be there. Like you think that she could like at the time, toughen up, right? And go see her grandson being born. And my other aunt was checking in on her and she didn't look so good, but she was like, my aunt said to her, hey, if you don't feel good, um, the next time I check in on you, you know, we're just gonna, I'm gonna take you to the hospital. I'm gonna take you to the doctors. We gotta figure out something. I don't know what's wrong with you. And my aunt Juju told that aunt, okay, but just make sure when you leave to lock the door. And so when my aunt left her apartment, she locked the door. 
And my aunt went home and like an hour or so later, she was about to go check on my aunt when she got the phone call that the baby had been born. And she was obviously very excited and very excited to tell my aunt Juju. So when she walked over to her apartment, they were in walking distance, um, she knocked on the door. And the story is told that um, she heard my aunt kind of like sighing, you know, breathing and that kind of thing. And then she said, you know, Judy, the baby is here. And then right after, she never heard her sigh or breathe again. Ended up that she passed away completely unexpected, completely out of the blue. And I remember when that call came in, I think that we all remember when we have a loved one that transitions to the other side. We always remember where we were, what we were doing, but it wasn't that day or maybe the next day, my sister actually calls me up and she was like, Heather, don't you remember that you predicted this? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? And she tells me the story about how when my mom got sick with cancer, she had just had her oncology appointment and they sent us right over to the ER. And this is when we realized this is really serious. Uh, it was only about like a week into her diagnosis. And when my mom went to get some tests done, my sister sat there and she was like, Heather, please connect, please connect. Tell me what's going on. Tell me what's going to happen. And a couple of things came through, but the big one that came through was I said, mom wants to go because she wants to be on the other side when someone else passes away. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, man, six months or a year, I'm not sure if I told my sister that or not, but I told her that someone is going to pass away and mom wanted to be there on the other side. Ironically, if you wanna call it ironic, my aunt Juju passed away almost six months to the day that my mom passed away. So my mom passed away of July, 22nd, 2019. And my aunt Juju passed away January 20th of 2020. And so my aunt Juju was the baby of all my grandma's kids. And I know that my mom would have wanted to be there on the other side for her. Sometimes crazy things happen. And, you know, they always say it happens for a reason, but the thing is, don't even try to look for the reasons. I don't understand sometimes what in the like what I was thinking when I signed up for this life, but just know that it is all part of the divine plan. So I always keep thinking about that. And it's like, wow, there was something bigger talking to me at that time. Spirit was talking to me. God was talking to me. Whatever that you want to call it, it was talking to me. And it gave me comfort in knowing that my Aunt Juju and my mom were together. However, that is just the start of some of the signs that I got from my Aunt Juju um, after she passed. One more thing that I really want to talk about before I get into some of the signs was after my Aunt Juju passed, her phone was missing. Her phone was missing. And I'm going to be honest with you. A couple of us family members really, really, really wanted to see what was going on in that phone because in recent weeks or maybe the recent month, my aunt had started to go out and party a little bit. Now, a little background on my aunt was that she was married to the love of her life for decades. And he passed away, I believe it was in 2010. That was my Uncle Tom. You literally could not say the word Aunt Juju without Uncle Tom. She was heartbroken and devastated. In fact, she always wore black, spiky, you know, spiky black, right? She had a cool style about her. But she always wanted to take on that role of a widow. And I feel 
it was because she felt closer to him. So she wore the black and she just loved my uncle Tom, but something happened right before she passed away in those weeks in that month to where she was allowing herself to have fun for the first time since he passed away. And there was a rumor that she had a boyfriend. And I remember like the whole family being like, oh my gosh, we can't wait to find the phone because we got to tell the people that she's been partying with what's going on. And, you know, we want to hear the stories about Aunt Juju and those kind of things. Well, guess what happened? We couldn't find the phone at all, right? The phone was nowhere to be found. And my other aunt, the one who was checking up on her, was like, it was with her. It was with her. And that's when the craziest thing happened. The funeral home ended up calling us and saying to us that the phone was cremated with her shocking. Now you might say it was a funeral home's fault and that we should, you know, talk with them about it, blame them, that kind of thing. But we've had a lot of deaths in my family recently, and we use the same funeral home over and over again. They're really, really people. They're really, really thorough, all those things. They were saddened that this has happened, but some of us in the family, like me and my sister, we both knew the truth. Aunt Juju did not want any of that getting out. She did not want people to see what was going on in her phone. And I think it's kind of funny because after my mom passed away, my Aunt Juju wanted my mom's phone really bad. In fact, I gave it to her because I knew it meant so much to her. So I think that is kind of crazy. I was like, oh, and Juju for the win. You know what I mean? She was like, I want to go down and I not go down. That's a bad way of putting it. I want to leave that legacy of me and Uncle Tom. I know that's what she was thinking. And she didn't want anything that was in that phone to stain that reputation, if you will. And so I thought that was so incredibly amazing. So now... You know, Aunt Juju, let me see, Aunt Juju passed, but what was really crazy too was a few weeks before she passed, I was holding an in-person psychic and mediumship development circle here in Michigan. And what I had done was I had taken the class and I put them into several groups. And then what I would do is I would walk over to each individual group and I would, you know, coach them along into connecting to the other side, connecting to a spirit. And I remember I sat down with one of these groups and they were like, oh, yes, I have a spirit coming in. They're very quiet. And then I believe they got the name. They did definitely get the name Tom and they were talking. And I remember like thinking, oh, my gosh, Uncle Tom is showing up. That's so cool. He must just be popping in to say hi. And I didn't think anything of it. I'm in teacher mode at this moment. I'm not in like reader mode. <laughs> and I thought that was really, really cool. That was a big validation. And I forget if I actually was able to tell you Juju or not that Uncle Tom was around. But now I look back on it and I'm like, wow, Uncle Tom was aware and Uncle Tom knew what was going on. So crazy. I think back on that and it just gives me so much comfort to know. But now Aunt Juju has passed and I think it was maybe a week or two after she passed away and I go out to eat and I remember I turned a corner, a corner that I always turn, right? It's right by the mall. And, but for some reason, this sign 
catches my eye and I stop in my car and I just look and I double glance and I'm just thinking like I have to stop here and look at this sign but I don't understand why because I know all all the stores in this area I see them every day and that's when I realized I was looking at a sign for Juju's frozen yogurt. I was like, no way. Juju, J-U-J-U-J-U, just like my aunt. I have been by it so many times, but I never two two together. So I know it was my aunt that was trying to get my attention on that sign and be like, hey, I'm here. I'm here. And that's one way that our past loved ones show that they're with us is that, you know, you might be going through your same day in, day out thing, and you might be going by certain stores or signs that you see every day. But then all of a sudden, you might be drawn to one for some reason, and it might have their name on it where you never noticed it before. And what they're doing is they're impressing their energy onto it. So my aunt Juju impressed the energy of herself on that sign so that I would be attracted to it so that I would notice it. At the same time, she was trying to put thoughts into my mind saying, Heather, 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 look this way. They speak telepathically. So that's another reason why that we have to be so aware and conscious of our thoughts. So now me and my husband, another really cool story, me and my husband are driving down the road and I'm thinking of her and I forget what day it was. And I have pictures to prove this. And I was just, I don't know. I was just thinking about her and we were at a red light and I just glanced at the car next to us and I see the license plate and you won't even believe what the license plate said. Okay. Maybe you could. It is J-U-J-U. That is it on the license plate. Juju. I I was like beside myself. And I look at my husband and I am like, can you believe it? What are the odds? And he's like, the odds are pretty good. And I'm like, the odds are pretty good that I am right next to a car. And then I felt guided to look at their license plate. And it says J-U-J-U, Juju, like no other words, no other numbers, no one, anything else. I'm like, I thought he was freaking crazy. But no one's going to dull my sparkle. No one's going to dull that message that I got from Aunt Juju that day. And what I think is particularly interesting is the fact that spirit had to coordinate that, right? So they knew that I was going to be on that road at that time, and they were trying to sync us together. And it worked. I did it. And I just... I am baffled by that. Now I do get a lot of signs and you can too. Okay. So one of the most common ways that spirit does speak to us and especially our past loved ones are through license plates. Now I don't go looking at every single license plate. I'm just drawn. So maybe you're in traffic and then you get drawn to the left. You get drawn to the light, right? Sometimes you're drawn and there's no message there. That's okay. Right. That just they're trying to get you to notice them, to understand the hunches and the feelings that you get. So if you ever look and you feel guided and you don't see anything, that's okay. Just keep your eyes open. They're working with you. It's almost like going to the gym and then they have to get that muscle going. Right. You're not going to be able to lift, lift 50 pounds the first time you go. You might have to start off a little bit later and then work your way up. Kind of think of it in that kind of way. So I do not look at every single license plate. And so what are the odds that I look? And then it says Juju. I absolutely love it. So now in February of 2020, after my aunt passed away, I got to go to Florida and I trained with the amazing John Holland while I were there, while I was there. So if you know John Holland, he's amazing, right? And I was at the resort that the class was going to take place in. 
And I spent all day on the beach, you know, by myself. And I remember sitting there and I asked my mom, mom, I want to know that you're with me. Please send me a dolphin. I want to see a dolphin. Now, my mom loved Florida. She went there on vacation with my brother, fell in love with it. And my Aunt Juju was so heartbroken by my mom's passing that she said that my mom didn't go to heaven. My mom went to Florida. And she would write my mom letters and text messages and you know, Facebook messages, and she would just talk to my mom as if she was in Florida. So Florida was a really special place. And now I'm here in Florida and I really, really wanted to see a dolphin. And I waited and there was no dolphin, but I know it takes some time. So just kind of know that when you ask for signs, they might not get it right away, right? It might take a minute. They have to orchestrate it behind the scenes, right? And I said to her out loud, I was like, mom, but I want to see a real dolphin. I don't want to see like someone wearing a dolphin shirt or something along those lines. Usually those signs do count, but not in this case. In this case, I wanted a real dolphin. <laughs> and I remember I got it from the beach and I just was like, mom, I know you're going to get me this dolphin. So I walked around the resort, went on a beautiful nature trail, all those things. And when I came back to the resort, I started talking with this girl and all of a sudden, like we realized oh my gosh, there's two dolphins out in the ocean, right? And they're like swimming towards the dock, right? I was like, this is crazy. It's so exciting, right? So I ran towards the dolphins, totally forgetting that I asked my mom to bring me a dolphin, right? And I'm standing here with this girl and the dolphins are getting closer and closer to us. Not as, not as close as where I could touch them, but still these dolphins are having a blast, by the way, they are jumping. It's like, they are talking to each other. They're trying to talk to us. It seems like it was fascinating. I've never ever seen dolphins in real life, not this close up. So maybe that's typical. I don't know. But the girl I was standing next to had been there a zillion times and she was raised in Florida. And she's like, wow. She was like, they're so close. They usually don't ever get this close. And she's like, and there's two of them. And then that's when all of a sudden it hit me. First off, I totally forgot that I asked my mom for a sign for dolphins. Totally left my mind. Totally forgot about it. And the second thing is that, that there was two dolphins. So now I know without a doubt that was my mom with Aunt Juju and how the dolphins were playing were just, you know, the cherry on top, giving me a little hint that, hey, they're happy. They're having fun together. They're doing good. And I remember it being such a profound experience. When, when you get a sign from a past loved one, you will feel it. You might try to ask other people, well, don't you think this or don't you think that, you know, what do you think about this? But don't do that. It's something really special within your heart. Only share it with those that you know are going to be accepting of it because it's a miracle. It's amazing. And the more that you believe in them, the more you ask for them, the more you pay attention to them, then the more that you're going to get. It's really, really remarkable. I will always remember that time. And I have pictures of that too, of the dolphins. So another really, really crazy, amazing story with my aunt Juju was, you might've heard this one from me before, but it is spectacular if you haven't. And if you have, you're hearing it for a reason. Maybe you need to share this story with someone. 
I was sleeping, mind my own business. Now know that I am a very vivid dreamer. I can lucid dream, astral project, all those things. And I am sleeping. And all of a sudden, I feel a hand on my arm, my left arm. Who in the world is touching me? My husband sleeps on the right side of me. I was like, Heather, you have to wake up because there is someone touching you. Wow. I finally got myself awake and I was mad. I was like, who in the world is touching me when I sleep? Now I have really good spiritual boundaries when I sleep. If I let them pass loved ones, spirit guides, angels, the whole works are going to be inside of my space, trying to give me information, trying to help me doing all this jazz, but I'm sensitive to their energy. So it's going to keep me awake and I'm going to be tossing and turning all night. And so I was really mad because I say a prayer every night before I go to bed. And I say a prayer that says that only Archangel Michael, my mom and my grandma can allow who is inside of my space as I sleep. And now there's someone touching my arm who I know is not my mom and not my grandma. And I am really, really mad. So inside of my head, I am kind of like yelling at spirit. I'm like, WTF, who's inside my space? Blah, 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 blah. Why did you allow this? All that stuff. Did I not put a much, that much intention behind it? I meant what I said. And then at that moment, I was like, look at the clock, look at the clock, look at the clock. And I looked at my alarm clock and the clock said 1213. <gasps> and that's when I realized 1213. That's my Aunt Judy's birthday. December 13th is my Aunt Judy's birthday. I was like, no way. I was like, I am so, so sorry, Aunt Judy. I was like, I I did not know it was you. And of course it made sense because I said that my mom and grandma can, you know, allow who is, you know, tell who is loud inside my space and end up being Aunt Juju. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she actually finally came. So I was really happy about that because if any of you have a past loved one in spirit who maybe is a little bit more quiet when they were alive, who was maybe introverted, right? You might have more subtle signs, right? So you might not have these big, huge things that are happening. So my aunt Judy didn't always need to be center of attention, right? She was on the quiet side, you know, for the most part, she wasn't like all over the place and crazy. So her signs are going to be a little more subtle, right? Just like my uncle Tom, my uncle Tom, I swear, I feel like he only said a couple of words, you know, each, each day that I knew him. It was it's so funny thinking back on it. So just know you might have those subtle signs. If you have someone that's a little bit more, you know, I want to say crazy, but like, you know, life of the party, you might have some of those more crazier signs. And I absolutely love that I actually had a dream of my aunt Juju and uncle Tom together. And they were just looking at me and they were smiling and they were together. And I absolutely love visitation dreams. So if you're dreaming of your past loved one, it's amazing. And a lot of times they don't say anything to you because they are telepathically talking to you. So they're speaking to you through impressions, through feelings and that kind of thing. So even though they didn't say anything, you know, I felt it in my heart that they were happy that they were finally together. Isn't that so, so sweet? I know I'm probably forgetting some more of the signs, like, for example, I saw, I found two coins sitting on my dining room table. I believe it was my dining room table. Maybe I put them there afterwards. Anyways, I found two coins and I remember I had just told my group, if you find coins, look at the date just in case. 
And it was really funny because the date that was on one coin was 1986. And that was the year that my grandfather passed away. My Aunt Juju's father. The other coin, I believe, said 1962 on it. And I was like, I don't know who was born in 1962. So I went ahead and like put a shout out to my family who was born in 1962. And one of my aunts replies like, wow, the only person that I know that was born then was Aunt Judy. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, what are the odds that I find two coins together? One is from 1985 and one is from 1962. That is amazing, isn't it? Okay, I'm going to tell you this one more. This is what Aunt Judy was alive, but it kind of connects the coins. Like, why would she send me that? She is sending me two coins to let me know that she's with her dad. But why would she send that? And I think I know the reason why. When my mom went back into the hospital, she was discharged and then she went back into the hospital. She was in a very, very horrible wing of the hospital. Like it was not set up for oncology patients. It had like broken doors in the room. Like we were in like a stock room. I don't know. It had like toll paper and everything. It was like horrible. But I trust that my mom was there for a reason. And I needed to figure out the reason why my mom was there. When the care was horrible, it was, mm, it was not good. And I was trying to figure it out. And I was like, spirit, I need to know why my mom is here. And it was probably later on that day, I get a call or a text from Aunt Judy. And she was like, oh my gosh, Heather, do you know the name of the wing that your mom is in right now? And I was like, no, what's the name? What's the name? Ellen Ernest. So my mom's name is Ellen and her father's name is Ernest, right? Now, the wing of the hospital is named Ellen Ernest without the second E. So it was like E-R-N-S-T. The name was in memory of Ellen Ernst. What are the odds that my mom's name is Ellen and that her dad's name is Ernest? And Aunt Judy saw it first and she sent a picture of it and gave and sent it to me. And then I was like, wow. So I ran into the room and I told my mom, I was like, your dad is with you. Your dad is with you. And I know that she was happy and excited about it. And I said, mom, I was like, this is awesome. You know, it's, it's really, really cool. So you don't have to worry. You just know that you're taken care of. I didn't. And so then, (laughs) so now when I get the coins with my aunt's year, year of birth on it, and then the year that my grandfather, her father passed away. It was just like, wow, it was just confirmation that she's also with him as well. And these little signs are with you all of the time. It's just number one, being open to them. The second thing is really going to be paying attention, being in the moment so that you can see those things, right? So you can see those license plates so that you can see those coins. So you can take a minute to look at the year on the coin so that you can go ahead and figure out why you're in one place. Like, what did you need to learn? Is there a coincidence or a synchronicity around that will actually show you why you're there? And then again, I cannot say this enough. The more that you believe and the more that you trust, the more that you'll keep sending them to you. Think about it this way. They're trying to get your attention. They're trying to send you a message. And if they're not getting through to you, then they're going to try different ways. But if you're starting to notice them, they're going to start talking to you more and more and more and more and more. (laughs) I hope that makes sense to you.
And I really hope that telling you the story of my Aunt Juju has, you know, opened up your eyes to maybe some of the coincidences or the signs that you've gotten from your past loved one. And then you can always ask them for signs too. Just make sure that you pay attention and make sure that you remember that you ask them for the signs and then give them a little bit of time. And then if you don't get one after a couple of days, then go ahead and ask them for a different sign because you don't know what's going on behind the scenes and it might be kind of difficult for them to manifest what you're asking for. Okay, so maybe start off with little things like I did my mom, you know, say, hey, send me a dolphin and be on the lookout for all different kinds of dolphins, right? Dolphins on people's shirts or on pictures or on paintings and then try it out and see how it goes. And I cannot wait to hear them. So definitely, you know, write a review for the show and then put in there one of your spirit stories, or you could go ahead and join my rise into your power group on Facebook and then spill the beans with all of your spirit stories. And you can also go to speakpipe.com um, forward slash the spiritual AF life. And then you can leave a recording of a spiritual sign that you got. And then I can share it here on Friday's episodes with spirit stories. It's been great talking to you and I hope you have a great weekend. Mm-hmm.